about Jesus. I didn't grow up in a in a home that went to church. And as many of you know, I grew up in in uh, bars, and that's how I grew up. And I realized, as I was saying, you know, uh, people get happy at uh, at the mule lip or those places only as long as your money runs out. That does good. Joy, uh, Joyce, do you drive your new car to church? Uh, you'll have to show that to me. That looks sharp. I like that. I saw it on Facebook. That's nice. Yeah. Mom finally got a car that fits her. <laughs> so it's a, it's a short car, huh? <laughs> a smart car. When the, what is it? <laughs> but, you know, and I mentioned this lady that uh, said that uh, she wouldn't come to our church because we're we're too happy, we're too joyful. Uh, don't don't think bad of her. That's all right. There are some people that prefer to uh, praise God and worship God in more of a staid fashion, and and uh, that's that's fine. I I thought it was interesting the uh, the uh, uh, priest, Father Rob, at, over at uh, the Catholic Church here singing in the community choir as well. He was standing there when the gentleman said it. He said, how sad. I said, I said yep, I guess. So, uh, you know, because uh, we got too much joy. Well, like I've said, if we can't get encouraged in church, where are you going to get it at? You know, you're not going to get it anyplace else. And, uh, you know, and I believe God... It's got a sense of humor. No, I know God's got a sense of humor because he created me. So, But the fact is that uh, that's how we choose to worship God. That's how those people w choose to worship it, that are in that state passion, and that's fine. You know, we need to pray for them, encourage them. It's not a problem on that. Listen, uh, I want to give you an announcement. Todd forgot, uh, and I forgot to remind him, Trixie, uh, has offered to do gift wrapping for those of us that have arthritis or difficulty wrapping. If you, that's her in the back right there with a the smiling face, and uh, she'll do that free of charge. She's not going to charge anything. And uh, uh, if you bring the gift and the paper and thing here to the church, she'll do that. And we were thinking, Trixie, maybe a Sunday afternoon would work better uh, in between the churches or whatever time works for you. But if you'd like for her to wrap up presents, she enjoys doing that. And that's one of the things that she likes doing. And, and Trixie, we thank you for that. That's her idea. And uh, so if you'd like to do that, uh, you know someone that needs that, uh, you know, bring it here. She'll be glad to help them as well. And, and uh, you know, that's an exciting thing. Listen, as uh, Richard Brule uh, said in his prayer, it's been 73 years. Uh, today, December 7, 1941, that uh, America took a, uh, took a beating. Uh, we recovered, and we always seem to have to recover, but we recovered because we had a plan to recover. wasn't the best plan in the world, but it was a plan. But the Japanese nation had a plan to conquer us. Many of you may not be aware, some history buffs may it wasn't just Pearl Harbor, Hawaii they were after. They were going to attack the West Coast up around Washington State and Oregon, and that was their plan to come in. The only thing that stopped them was a, uh, a out-of-season storm uh, stayed longer than it should have, and they couldn't see, they couldn't get the planes to get 
off their, their uh, aircraft carriers to get in and they couldn't get the, the ships in. Uh, and that's because God allowed it. Because God had a plan for the United States. And God still has a plan for the United States. You see, every one of us have plans for Christmas, don't we? We want to either go see something or go see someone or buy something for that special someone or, or we've got plans of decorating how we're going to decorate. And speaking of decoration, as Todd said, I believe last week, what are you? isn't this wonderful that the ladies did that? Kathy and Vicki, yeah, give them a good hand. And, and then uh, Glenda and Helen down at the... Uh, at the activity center, that that's a nice decoration just to, to remind us of things. But it takes a plan. It takes a purpose. You see, and often we get wrapped up in our planning and we overlook the miracle that took place prior to that first Christmas, if you will, on uh, that took place in heaven. The miracle of Christmas, unlike popular belief, didn't happen on 34th Street. That's a good movie. Uh, it's a, an annual thing that we usually watch in our household. But it took place in a city called Galilee in a, in a town named Nazareth. And Nazareth was a very low income, uh, nothing. In fact, it's been said nothing good came from Nazareth uh, at the time they were introducing Jesus. Uh, it took place with a virgin named Mary who said yes to, to what God asked her to do. And this same miracle takes place in the lives around the world every time someone says yes to the greatest gift ever given, and that gift is salvation. And we talked about Lee Harvey's granddaughter, Cody, that she said yes. Uh, do, do you have a mission field pick yet, Cody, or are you still praying? Africa? Oh, El Salvador. All right. All right, when uh, we keep that in prayer, if that's where God would have her serve. You see, uh, they talk bad about our young people, but there's many young people like this young lady sitting here, and there are many older people that said yes to what God's told them to do as well, uh, and to be a missionary in Hickory County or to be a missionary uh, in Polk County or right here. You see, this miracle this took place or originated, if you will, in the heart of God. And he used an angel to deliver his message to just ordinary human beings. And so that they could tell the world who had rejected God, rejected Christ, the known world, those chosen people, that Israel nation that we need to pray for. And they rejected him. And I titled this message, I'll show you in a minute. Let's stand out of respect to the author, and we'll read Luke chapter 1, verses 26 to 38. Yeah, you've had time to find it. Luke chapter 1, I'll read in the King James. You follow along your translation, please. And in the sixth month, the angel Gabriel was sent from God unto a city of Galilee named Nazareth, to a virgin espoused to a man whose name was Joseph. Now, being espoused was like being married, only they didn't live together. Uh, yet there was a, a time of preparation uh, before they came together. But once they were committed to one another, it was a commitment of the house of David. And the virgin's name was Mary. And the angel came unto her and said, Hail, thou art highly favored. The Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women. And when she saw him, she was troubled at his saying and cast in her mind what manner of salutation this should be. 
And the angel said to her, Fear not, Mary, for thou hast found favor with God. And behold, thou shalt conceive in the womb and bring forth a son, and shall call his name Jesus. He shall be great and shall be called the Son of the Highest. And the Lord God shall give unto him the throne of his father David. And he shall reign over the house of Jacob forever, and of the kingdom there shall be no end. Then said Mary unto the angel, How shall this be, seeing I know not a man? And the angel answered and said to her, The Holy Ghost shall come upon thee, and the power of the highest shall overshadow thee. Therefore also that holy thing which shall be born of thee shall be called the Son of God. And behold, thy cousin Elizabeth, she has also conceived a son in her old age, and this is the sixth month with her, who was called barren. For with God nothing shall be impossible. And Mary said, Behold, the handmaiden of the Lord, be it unto me according to thy word. And the angel departed from her. And God is good, and all the time is good. Let's pray. Gracious Heavenly Father, I thank you, Lord, for all of us that's here, Lord. <clears throat> I'm sure there's not a one of us that have a need, either physical or spiritual. Lord, there's not one of us that haven't been hurt or felt the pain of rejection as you have. Lord, there's not one of us that haven't planned something. Lord, we plan to achieve, to be a success, or to accomplish something in our lives. And sometimes our plans go astray. Well, we thank you, Lord, for your plans that never go astray. It'll always work out in your timing the way you want. In Jesus' name, amen. You may be seated. I titled this message, God's Christmas Plan. You see, just as we make plans for Christmas, God, before that first Christmas, had plans. He made plans. And first of all, God sent an angel at a specific time. It says, and in the sixth month, that's the sixth month that Elizabeth was carrying John the Baptist. In the sixth month, the angel Gabriel, and that's an interesting. The angel, the angel Gabriel, the name Gabriel appears four times, two times in the book of Daniel and two times in the New Testament. The, guess, the angel Gabriel, who sent from God, or excuse me, was sent from God unto a city of Galilee named Nazareth. And remember, Nazareth wasn't one of them great places to be from. Uh, you know, it just—it was just a low-income, low-accounted uh, uh, for people. Uh, and as I said earlier, they said nothing good came from uh, a Nazareth. And in the sixth month, may not seem too important, but everything in God's word is there for a reason. You see, as I told you, it was when Elizabeth was six months along with John, who would become Jesus's cousin. Of course, it would be John the Baptist. And the interesting thing, as Elizabeth hid herself for five months and didn't tell anybody about it, except for her husband John, of course, or excuse me, Zacharias knew about it, and they were going to name the baby John. And Gabriel, uh, one of the times in the New Testament, appeared to Zacharias. And that's the important thing that we need to understand. There's a purpose and a plan that God has for everything. It's in his timing. If we do it God's way, if we, we can, our church is known as a praying church. I'd rather, I'd rather be known as that than, than anything else. It's a praying church, and we just trust God, and we try to do it God's way. And God has blessed mightily. God has, has uh, paid off our building uh, through obedient people that have been listening to God. Uh, I learned, uh, Ramona Vance said that uh, uh, Brother Leon Lay's church over in Urbana, 
is looking probably to be paid off this December. The Lord has really been blessing over there. It's wonderful. Uh, some people's come back. Some new people's come. Uh, the the projectors you're reading the message on was donated. The drive-through out front there was donated. The parking stops were donated. Uh, you know, uh, have you noticed we got uh, the footing or the the tempet or whatever that's called, concrete poured for out there, Joe and and DL did that, and they worked so hard to, behind the scenes, and uh, they worked all day long to to get it uh, early in the morning. Then they poured it on Friday morning, didn't they, DL? And now it's setting up. And this time of year, that's a good thing to get it set up, you know. Uh, so uh, integrate. Give Joe and and DL a hand. They, they, you know, there's so many people that do things not for money. They do things because of Jesus. And that's why uh, we ask you to let the community choir, I don't know, we got two or three, four, I think Sue said two, uh, let her and Bill and, and Nina and Richard, uh, I don't know if there's anybody else in the community choir. Uh, Evelyn, uh, you're going to stay and eat too, Missy? And, and her, there's three. I knew there was some other one. Let them, you get to go down there and eat first because you know why? We want you to see Jesus and the rest of us. You know, oh, and by the way, Jesus didn't look like this when he had to wait till people go ahead of him. We said, hurry up, because if they'd hurry up, I could eat something, right? You know, and, and while you're waiting, don't hit the dessert table. <laughs> let them get on through and let them get the desserts. You know how I do that. But God sent an angel at a specific time. You see, Galatians chapter 4, verses 4 and 5. But when the fullness of time, and in Romans, and King James says, in due time. It says, in that time that's appointed by God. I don't know when God's going to do When When we, Frank and, and the board, decided we wanted the, the sign and, we want, and took it to the church, and you all were for it and excited about it, and every nickel, dime, and quarter that we, we could get a little extra we put in towards it, we had no idea when we was going to get it, when it's going to pay it off. But it's going to give God the glory. And, uh, in fact, the Carson Corner Methodist, a couple people talked to D.L. and I. They're looking at wanting to get one uh, like ours, too, uh, up there. I don't care, you know. Get you know, I, the, the, the church that got our old sign that we were able to bless them with, I told them they didn't even have to take Galmy Community Bible Church off. Leave it up. I don't care. <laughs> I, you know, I didn't mind getting promoted that way. But in the fullness of time was come. God sent forth his son, made of a woman, made under the law, to redeem them that were under the law, they w that they might receive the adoption of Jesus. Hey, that's when the law was done away with because he sent Jesus to do away with the law in his time. In his time. Sad part is, if you're like me and you probably aren't, I want it in my time. I'm kind of like my wife. Lord, give us patience and give it now. You know, I want it in my time. You see, God didn't decide to send his son on a whim. He just didn't say, hey, this would be a good time to send him. He didn't say anything like that. It was all part of his Christmas plan in heaven from the very beginning. Think about it. Before Jesus ever come, there was a plan in heaven. God has a plan for his people, for his church. 
and we just need to be obedient and follow God's plan. Bless you. <laughs> in the fullness of time, at a point in time in human history, God sent an angel to appear to Mary. In a fullness of time, in due time, appointed time in human history, at God's timing, God's place, because he had a plan. God not only sent an angel uh, at a specific time, but he sent an angel to a specific place. The angel Gabriel was sent from God into the city of Galilee, named Nazareth. You see, God didn't just throw a dart and say, that looks like a good place. Did you ever do that? Hey, that looks like a good place. Let's just throw a dart and see where we want to move to. God picked out the continent. God picked out the nation. God picked out the providence, the city, and the family that his message would come through. God had a plan in heaven before Jesus was ever born, before that very first Christmas. You see, the angel was sent to a specific place, and this should encourage you and I to know that God knows our address. He knows where we live. Our daughter, we like to, I like to get her about, oh, baby, you ought to see the sunrise. It's beautiful. Our grandson now likes the sunset. But he, you know, I think that's because his mom's a late riser, but I said, you ought to see the sunrise. She said, Dad, if God wanted me to see the sunrise, he'd have it later in the day. <laughs> um, she don't take after her mother and I, but uh, I don't know where she got that thought, but it works. God knows where we are geographically. God knows where you are emotionally. And God knows where you're at spiritually, in your spiritual growth, in your emotional state, and where you are geographically. God knows where you're at. He knows every detail about our lives. He's in heaven. He's God. He knows it everything. And in heaven, God had a Christmas plan before Jesus was ever born. You see, the Bible says the Father knows when a sparrow falls. If he knows that, he's aware of what we need and what concerns us, what we care about, what we cry about, what we sing about. Those are the things that make us happy and make us who we are, and God knows those things. God sent an angel not only to a specific place, not only at a specific time, but God sent an angel to a specific person. He said, to a virgin, espoused to be a man, uh, to a man whose name was Joseph. And I, I, I think Joseph had to be a special man as well. God chose Joseph to raise his son, to teach him the things of the world. Because it said that Jesus grew in the knowledge and wisdom of God and man. He grew, and that's what a father, grandfather's responsibility is, of the house of David and of the virgin's name was Mary. On Joseph's side, from the house of David, he's authorized to be the king of Israel. He had that, that authority, that lineage. On his mother's side, Mary, he'd come from the priesthood. He had the, of that lineage. He was entitled to be a priest. And coming from God, not only was he a king of Israel entitled to that, not only was a priest, but he was God in human form. We're not on a file in some heavenly computer and knowing where you're at, what you're doing, where you're going. He knows our names and he knows all about us just as he knew all about Mary. He knew where Mary was. He knew the specific time he was going to send. He sent that specific angel, Gabriel, to a specific place 
to a specific person. And God gave the angel a specific pronouncement, if you will. He said in Luke chapter 30, or chapter 1, verse 30, 33, And the angel said unto her, Fear not, Mary, for thou shalt favor in God. If we're confronted with an angel, can you imagine how, how special and spiritually attuned she was? She knew he was an angel. An angel normally took on the form of, of, uh, of man, of human. And angels in the Bible are always uh, of the uh, male gender. And, uh, but Gabriel has that responsibility of being that special messenger to send to Daniel. And he had to fight in the book of Daniel to get it there. 21 days it took to get the answered prayer to, to Daniel. And he came to deliver this message to Mary. And he said, fear not. Listen, we've often, I've heard Christians say we've been entertained by angels. You know, if I knew it was an angel, I'd be like Mary. You'd have to say, every time the angel spoke, said, fear not. To Zacharias, fear not. Why? Because an angel's got a lot of power. An angel's somebody. You know, and, and an angel's very scary. Verse 31, And behold, thou shalt conceive in thy womb, and bring forth a son, and shall call his name Jesus. He already had a specific name picked out. Counselor, wonderful, uh, mighty Prince of Peace. Uh, that's in the book of Isaiah, and that was, that was proclaimed and pronounced 700 years before Jesus was ever born. He shall be great. He shall be called the Son of the Highest, and the Lord God shall give unto him the throne of his father David. And he shall reign over the house of Jacob forever, and his kingdom there shall be no end. It's, you can't break his kingdom. He's going to be in control and power forever because he is God. You see, in heaven, there was a plan made before Jesus was ever born. There was a specific angel came to a specific place to give a specific, specific announcement to a specific person, to that specific family that was raised that son of God. And God gave the angel that specific pronouncement. The word angel in the Bible means messenger. It means a messenger. To the angel of the church of Sardis, to the angel of the church of Philadelphia, to the messenger. Uh, many of them feel that's talking about the pastor of that church. Very well could be because that pastor is a, uh, a messenger. I'm not an angel. My wife would say amen. I'm surprised she hadn't. I'm not an angel, but I can give you a message from God. I can tell you what God's word has to say. Then it's up to you whether you want to obey it and follow it or not. You see, God not only had a Christmas plan, but he has a plan for your life and for my life as well. You see, he'll not keep it a secret. Just as he explained it to Mary, he will reveal it to you if you say yes to him. Be obedient. You see, I heard several years ago, and I have found it to be true in, in the churches I've been in, and that is a need will not exist long amongst obedient people. A need will not exist long amidst obedient people. If we're obedient to God, it won't be long. Listen, God has a specific plan just for you. You may not be a missionary to El Salvador, is that where it is, Joe? Cody? It, it may not be. It may be to go to your family, to your neighbors, 
to the ones that may be whatever it is as, as a witness. It may be to help in the kitchen. It may be to help with decoration. It may be help in the nursery. Maybe help wrap Christmas presents. Whatever it is, God has a specific plan just for you. God has a specific place for you to serve him in. And a specific ministry for you to serve. And a place for you to serve. God has a specific people for you to take his message to. Tell. God, there is somebody that you can take the gospel to that I can't, that won't listen to me. One, I'm either too joyful, happy, or I'm a preacher. And once they found out a preacher, they mostly don't want to listen to you. I don't blame them. I've heard some preachers I don't want to listen to either. So, you know. In fact, I played some of my messages back. I thought, oh, Lord, I pray for them people. They had to endure that, That's especially some of the old ones. I thought, oh, no. But God has a specific plan for you, a specific place for you to serve him, and a specific people to take his message to. The question is, will you be obedient to him? I can't answer that for you. Only you can answer that. Let's stand, and we'll be dismissed in prayer. Gracious Heavenly Father, we're not going to be just dismissed in prayer, and that's it. Today, I want you to do a mighty work in the hearts of our people. There's some people, Lord, that are looking for a church home. There's some people, Lord, that are looking for a ministry that just want to, to be uh, your go-ahead on that. There's some people that, that are here that just don't understand all this Jesus stuff. I know I sit where they sit, and Lord, I understand it's difficult, Lord, to, to grasp all that. Well, today, Lord, we ask that we can show them, Lord, where you'd have them and where you'd have them to serve and let them know that before your son was ever born, you had a plan in heaven at the throne of God. You had a specific angel to go to a specific place at a specific time at a specific person Lord to tell them a specific pronouncement we thank you Lord for loving us let our plans be in line with your plans sometimes Lord we get our plans ahead of you and forgive us where we fail you in Jesus name Amen we have people come that are praying for revival, and certainly God is doing that in our midst as we're seeing people join. We're praying for revival here in Hickory County. We have people praying for the lost. Maybe you want to come and say, today, let me challenge you. Today, Lord, show me where you'd have me to serve. If it's this church, then, Lord, let it be this church. Show me a ministry in this church where you'd have me come. Lord, whatever it is, won't you come? And asking, and let me challenge you to ask God to show you and to, to speak to your heart. What would you have God do in your home with your family? Know that before you were born God had a specific plan for your life 
before you ever said your first word, took your first step. God has a plan for you just like he had a plan for his son. He put you in a specific family. He put you at a specific place. He had you born at a specific time. God has a plan for this nation we call the United States. God has a plan for your life before you is ever born. I don't know what God's specific plan is just for you. I know what God's general will is for all of us. So God's got a plan for you. Before you were ever born, before you took your first step, before you said your first word, God in heaven at the throne of grace created a plan for you to come to him, for you to serve him, and for you and I to tell others about him. So this Christmas, let's don't be bashful about saying Merry Christmas because God's got a specific plan for the nation of Israel. I'm going to ask, uh, let Todd close us in prayer. And Todd, would you bless the food as well, sir? Uh, I appreciate all that you do behind the scenes as well, Todd, as assistant pastor. And, and uh, please, let let our uh, like Sue and Bill and Richard and Nina and, and uh, Evelyn go down. Let them be Jesus to them, and let them get a chance to eat because they're going to go to the nursing home to the Christian healthcare, and they're going to be Jesus to people over in music. Brother Todd, would you close us, sir? Heavenly Father, we just thank you for the message this morning. Lord, help us to realize what your specific plan is for each of our lives. Thank you for sending your son to be born and to die for our sins, Lord, and just help us to live in that daily. Lord, thank you for the food that has been prepared for us. Uh, please bless those that have uh, prepared the food and are serving us, and Lord, so we just thank you for that. And Lord, just let it bless and nourish our bodies. Help us just to go throughout the week and wake up each day thanking you for everything you do in our lives. In Jesus' name, amen.